0: And I think that it, that race is why I cannot eat goo like yeah. everyone else does because it was, they all froze and I couldn't eat. It, <laughs> is was, it like, Sickles? <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was licking them like a salt lick, like a horse would like a salt lake. I couldn't get any nutrition.
1: You're listening to the Run the Riot podcast, where we talk about all things ultra running. I'm your host, David Terrio, and man, I'm pumped that you are here. Let's see what we can get into today. Hey there, my friends. Your ears are not deceiving you. This is another episode of the Run the Riot Podcast. Man, I hope you guys are doing well. I hope you had a, a Merry Christmas and got to celebrate and spend some time with family. Hey, Happy New Year! You know, it's a new year. We're in 2023. I hope you got goals set up. I hope you got some some races on the calendar. I hope, you, uh, hope the lottery gods, maybe, are treating you well. Not treating me so well, <clears throat> Leadville. Anyway um i hope i hope you guys just are are, are, are going into the new year thinking positively uh we just ready to crush some stuff so i've been having this this podcast but this particular podcast recorded for a while and uh julie thought it was just so bad that uh, i wasn't airing it um but um no it just wasn't the case just you know, a lot going on and I just had to get my stupid self to to edit and uh and, and put this thing out. So uh today's podcast is gonna be uh it's a good one. It's it's a a precious person, uh, who I get to coach. Her name is uh Julie Romadka. I probably pronounced it close to right, maybe. I don't know. But um I started, uh, training her this year, coaching her this year. Um, man, I'm just, it's been a privilege to coach her and, um, and she has, um, she has just blossomed and she's got all these gifts in, in, uh, in, in running. And so we were able to fine tune and man, she's just been crushing it, doing well. And, uh, she ran, okay. She's, she's done a lot of great things this year. She's done, she's She's podiumed a bunch of her races, but what we're going to focus on is she did all this culminated in her first 100 miler at Lake the Lake Murray Endurance Run, and so uh, she ended up placing a fourth woman out there in her first 100 miler, and we're going to talk about all the things that she learned, and and and, and you're going to see uh, Julie's just a, a bundle of positivity, and she, she just seeks to encourage others. She also has a desire to see other women on the trail and she's uh we'll talk a little bit about some things that she's done to just invite women to 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 show them the trails that are out there, give them people to run with. Um and so uh man it's just I just had a great conversation. Always enjoy talking to her and I know you're going to enjoy the conversation uh with Julie that I've had. Before we get started real quick though, you know we got to talk uh, about sponsors. First, we got to talk about the Outlaw Race Series, guys. Check it out www.outlaw100.com. So many races while you're planning your calendar out, whether these be your goal races or or training races or just man just it's look, it's a great atmosphere. Um, if you don't feel like running some of these, go and just hang out and volunteer. They're awesome. There's the Lake McMurtry Run in Stillwater, uh, the Greater Roadrunner Trail Run at Nose State Park in Watonga, the Flower Moon in Pawhuska in May, Dark and Dirty in Wilburton in July, the Flat Rock Running Festival in Independence, Kansas in September. There's the Thunderbird in Norman. There's the flagship Outlaw 100 in February from distances 135 miles all the way to 5K. Go check them all out. Uh, also, check out the Prairie Spirit 100 and the Kansas uh, Fall Extravaganza that are up in Kansas. Man, great races. I've done those before. You want a PR course for a 100 miler? Check those out, man. It's flat and fast, and it's it's good. It's crushed gravel. I love those races. And, um, you know, there might be a little uh, 200 uh, coming uh, maybe in 2024. Yeah, and, and with Outlaw Race Series. I'm just going to put that out there. I'm just going to say that. All right. We're also brought to you by Pure Tiva, Um, man. You know, we we put our bodies through all kind of stuff, and we need to recover. And and what this, what it does is help us to recover. It's it's CBD. It's bioavailable delivery system. It's made in the USA. Um, there's a cream, there's a roll on check it out at Tiva tiva.terrio.run go to tiva.terio.run and their sleep shoes are amazing if you have trouble sleeping, try their sleep shoes. man, I sleep so well we are also brought to you by Runners World Tulsa, go to www.runnersworldtulsa.com man, they've got all the things you need for running if you're in the Tulsa area, stop by if you're passing through the Tulsa area, stop by or you can go to their website, also check out their races, on the website there's a race tab click on that check out the races they put on great races around turkey mountain and all the area just um love those guys they are awesome um yeah just check them out also we're brought to you by long run coffee go to coffee.runtheriot.run uh and you can check out the yeah there's a there's a blend, um for for the run the riot podcast and this is electrolyte infused coffee for runners it's good stuff man we got to get our electrolytes replenished after we run and so why not do it with coffee man you know combine running and coffee those are two awesome things so so check it out coffee.runtheriot.run all right, well, it is time to finally get into the podcast with Julie Ramatka. Let's go. So what's going on, Julie?
0: Hey, hey, David. Um, not much. It's good to see you. How are you feeling?
1: Oh, I'm, I'm great. How are you feeling after L- Lake Murray?
0: I, I am leaning hard into the post-race relaxing. I will say that I'm enjoying being off my feet for a little. So it's, nice. it's uh, it's been fun. It's been fun.
1: Well, you, you, you earned it. I mean, you know, you, you, you do the big <laughs> things and you get to get to chill a little bit. So, uh, before we, before we get into all the, the background stuff, how are your feet doing?
0: <laughs> oh man. Um, good question. We are hanging eight right now. There's no hanging 10 yeah <laughs> i am nice. officially i'm officially missing both big toes and i am embarrassed by the amount of time i've talked about my feet lately it is <laughs> it's my it's my new niche i'm leaning into it
1: <laughs> nice nice so they're, they're they're pretty bad
0: yeah yeah that's okay you know 12 hours in rain what can you do
1: yeah yeah <laughs> okay all we right. right we'll, we'll get to the particulars of that so so uh just for those of you who are who don't know, uh Julie is or, or let's just go ahead and share where 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 are you from originally? Where where do you live now? Let's let's start from the beginning. Who are you? Yes,
0: yes, I'm Julie. <laughs> I am Julie. I am one of the silly people that enjoy running long distances, I guess. Um I'm from here, Oklahoma City is where I've been raised. I've spent my whole life here, which has been fun to kind of see our local terrain and trails in a new light now that I'm an adult and I I work as a nurse during the week and uh, it has been a humbling past few years (laughs) for many people. I know you've interviewed a lot of people in healthcare and they can probably say the same thing. So it's been fun to have an outlet that's not in a hospital.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What what, what kind of nurse are you? What field?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a surgical nurse Um, Mm and I have almost exclusively always done cardiac. So I spent... The first six or seven of my years in adult cardiac surgery, and now I'm in pediatric, and it is so fun. I really enjoy
1: it. That's cool. Hey, just curious. Uh, this is totally not about running or anything, but yeah. um, <clears throat> how, how how much did did COVID affect? Uh, I mean, did, did did it affect you much in particular? Being a, a surgical nurse, I mean, you went. I'm sure you went through a time where you weren't doing a whole lot of surgery, but did you did you guys see any like fallout effects or you oh, know things? Yeah. Yeah,
0: I think um, COVID has been such a, I mean, it was a, for everyone ubiquitously, yeah. everyone was affected. I feel uh, surgically specifically, I would say for elective surgeries, um, mm-hmm. they were, you know, they did have to delay and kind of cancel things. Unfortunately, I worked in, in cardiac surgery and there is not much delay in heart attacks yeah. and new and, you know, valves and, and things like that. So we kept trucking um, despite okay. all the effects of COVID. And And frankly, COVID is kind of what spurred me into, to moving outdoors to running and or into the trail for running because I felt, um, prior, I I feel like 2019, 2020 is really when I leaned into trail. And a lot of it was because I wanted to, I wanted to practice what I preach, so to speak. Mm -hmm. I was, I was very anti big crowd at the beginning. I was very, um, uh, mask and, you know, I was again, cardiac lung, you see the direct effects of it. So when you're around it, it kind of gives you a different perspective.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, um, yeah. That and I mean, that was one of the, I guess you could say, what some of the good things or neat things about 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 COVID. If you could pull some positives Mm -hmm. from it, which you know I try to do, it was neat seeing so many people outside, like families outside doing stuff and and on the trails and, you know, um, that was that was cool. I I, I think, yeah.
0: Do you feel like you saw just like quadruple the amount of people at Turkey Mountain or? Like for us it was Lake Hefner. I remember just seeing hordes of people and you can't even be mad about it. You're just you're stoked that it and in such an unfortunate situation, people were outside and kids were playing and not on phones and computers. It's cool.
1: Yeah, it, it was cool. I, that, luckily, a lot of the places I run at Turkey aren't the like the frequented trails, you know, like I'll do those really <laughs> early in the morning. Yeah. And then when everybody gets there, I go hit the other trails on the other side that are, you know, way out. Nope, rarely see anybody out there. But but yeah, it was it was really cool seeing. And and one of the cool things is it like that there that it, it stuck for a lot of people like there's like on Saturdays, like at Turkey Mountain, there are still a lot of people out there.
0: Absolutely. I feel, and and tell me if it's not like this in your area, but I feel like, um, running in general and outdoor sports just exploded. I feel like so many people used, utilize that time to like run their first marathon or get into trail racing or, um, even, um, parallel. I know biking community. I'm in, I'm a little bit in the biking community and it exploded. It was awesome. I, you couldn't even get a bike there for a minute. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that was one of the things I found, you know, neat, um, you know, here we have runner's world and of course they're the fleet feats and all the, the shoe stores, they, a lot of them stayed pretty busy, you know, doing curb that's service, awesome. getting okay. shoes for people. Cause you know, so they did, they did pretty well during the pandemic. And also it was pretty, yeah. uh, I don't know. That's a, that's a, that's a good thing, you know, a good byproduct that's of, right? of all the, yeah. the mess we had to deal with.
0: <laughs> yes, yeah. Yeah. Yeah in a crazy few years that's for sure
1: oh yeah yeah so so you your background uh like okay where did you go to school where did you go to school for uh where did you go to college
0: yeah so i i went kind of local um i went to the university of central oklahoma here in edmond i graduated from high school in the city and i um I did some research and I, I was, <laughs> oh and I'm outing myself here. I was on the academic team at UCO. So that's, I kind of stayed local and uh, All right. competed, competed with them and, um, uh, did my degree there, which was nice. It was nice to have family close within a short drive and, um, and then continued to practice and do nursing locally as well. So. It's oh. born and bred, let me tell you, Arcadia Trails. I have put many a mile on Arcadia Trails.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, th- then there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, at all. I mean, I think it's 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 pretty cool. Um, so you did you do any kind of like okay, how how are you as a I'm trying to picture you yeah, you're you're uh 30, right? I'm I'm out of your yep, age. You're yeah. 30. All right. No, that's Thirty. Proud, right.
0: proudly 30. Okay. Yeah.
1: All right. I didn't think you'd mind. So I'm trying yeah. to picture you as as a high school student. What 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 so, what, what did you do? Did you do do were you in the sports? Was, did you run or wh- yes, who was yes. she? So
0: I I was quite the proverbial. I was um I did a little bit of everything, and I was mediocre at it all. So I <laughs> um I. I used to joke, you know, there's, there's something out there and I'm sure I've heard it before you, um, the Jack of many trades, master of none, so to speak. I was just kind of mediocre at it all I did. My mom was awesome. She was, she raised me as a single mom for a good amount of time before she met my stepdad. And she was clever. She wanted to keep me tired, I think. So she had me in a sport (laughs) and then some sort of like creative outlet at all times. And what that did is I think it just kind of wore me out and kept me, you know, kept me doing things. It was quite clever. Um, so every season I was in a different sport, you know, whether that was volleyball and then cross country and, um, just really enjoyed being, you know, I was doing it. I didn't really take myself too seriously. It was kind of, um, I really enjoyed it, although I enjoyed the community that sport does. And I think it really develops good work ethic in kids. And um, simultaneously, I'd have some sort of art or instrument or um, I was doing that academic thing kind of uh, simultaneously with all of that. And I think it was a good approach. She did great. I think yeah, kind
1: of well, well, <laughs> growing you to be a well-rounded individual, you know, well-rounded <laughs> adult, you know, you to, that, that yeah. I think that's pretty cool, and and I agree hundred percent. You know, with with the things that that you learn and the team uh, working together, the the work ethic and all that stuff. That those are valuable lessons to learn when you're young. Absolutely. So, I think it's hilarious. It, it's pretty telling, though. You, you were you a high energy child that you had to keep you active to? Oh my know?
0: gosh! Yes, my <laughs> poor, poor mother. She had three kids and it was just, um, I mean, nonstop, go, go, go. And I'm kind of still like that, which is such an intriguing thing to be when you're also slightly introverted um, because you have to find outlets, but also not be terribly overwhelmed by like crowds and community. And yeah. I uh, i really enjoy it. I think that's why I really enjoy, you know, trail and outdoor based things because it's its still relatively small and you kind of know when you go to the things, often you know everyone and recognize everyone, so it's been um, it's it's been a good transition. But yeah, keep them tired. That's that was her go-to. I was oh my gosh, always so getting you, into something.
1: <laughs> yeah, where did where did you uh, fall uh, with your siblings? What are you the? The, the yeah, I'm the, the middle
0: child. I'm, I'm the okay. middle and only girl. So I have an older brother, um, okay. Justin, I have a, and then a younger brother, Joseph. So we're spread out pretty well. Um, and that translated to a lot of alone time individually for us, which was, I imagine as a parent, that's kind of a cool opportunity to, you know, to get one-on-one time with each of your children in a way. Yeah, um, My older brother is this like, incredibly smart, independent, like gets anything done. And then my younger brother is also incredibly smart and independent and gets anything done. And I'm just like quirky jokester in the middle that, um, I don't know, just kind of forces them to all come together. So it's been, it's been the, you know, like it's been fun being the only gal, but then also (laughs) even in an adulthood, I feel bad because the family gatherings tend to be around my, whatever I'm doing. And for example, like Murray, I, you know, the poor family staying up for 30 hours, like, Oh, look what Julie got us into <laughs> again. Like, yes, here right. we go. Another one of her things. So.
1: That's cool. Well, it's kind of funny. Cause you try to place people, especially when there's like three and a uh, middle child. And I didn't think you were the oldest from your personality and all that, mm-hmm. but uh, you're the middle, but you are the only girl. So that kind of offsets things a little yeah, bit. You know? yeah. yeah,
0: There's gotta be an algorithm in there.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's cool. So as, as an, uh, so you, you, you were involved in all of these sports. Did you continue any of that while you were, you know, as a, as an outlet while you're in college?
0: Yes. Yeah. So, um, I went to college. I think it's really important, you know, coping mechanism wise it's, it's, and I especially feel for kids that are 18 nowadays, things are so different and it's all tech based, but as you know, (laughs) and keeps you busy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it's, I think it's really important to have an outlet. So I did the proverbial. All right. I'm going to run my first half marathon. And that was kind of the introduction to slightly longer endurance things. And then, um, when I was in college, multi-sport got really, really popular. Hmm. So I'm sure you're familiar. And I I know a few of the, of your people on podcasts before have been, you know, triathletes that transition into ultra. It's, it's a very common transition. I find, um, yeah. So I did the proverbial, um, I had a friend whose dad is a cyclist. My husband and who was my boyfriend back then was, was a mountain biker and a cyclist. And so I'd always done that just to stay busy and have fun. But then I was running and someone was like, why don't you just, why don't you just do a triathlon? You're already doing half the three quarters of the stuff. And I background in swimming because of the multitude of sports that I forced my mom to take me to. And, um, so I did that. I did the local, um, try OKC, which is Oklahoma city's version of. Um, the outlaw series it's a really cool um triathlon community i did a lot of aquathon which is like swimming and and running only um again if you want to do something there is a niche for it and multi sport has that there's quite literally an event for i mean you name it biking swimming swimming running it's 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 awesome it's cool there's literally something for everyone so i did that i did the. the Team USA thing a couple of years and competed for that, which is fun. Um, I think that's a really cool approach to taking a an individual sport and giving you like a team aspect to it.
2: Yeah, um, yeah.
0: It's definitely a for profit thing, but I, I enjoyed that. And then um, that transitioned into off road triathlons, and then that that's when like the magic happened. I think I was doing some off road. I think it was maybe the Draper off-road. And I remember getting to the trail portion. And I was like, well, pff, this is what I want to do. Like, why yeah. is it? Do- this is the fun stuff. And I yeah. remember like beat bopping around the trail. And there's this meme on the internet that some guys like bopping around saying like Hard- hardcore parkour. And I remember yeah. like <laughs> yeah. just dancing around the trail. And I was like, this is the fun <laughs> stuff, hopping off like man-made mountain bike burns and like karate kicking and like that was it's you know you're a kid again you're literally playing in the dirt like it's so fun and I think that was when the light bulb went off and I was like yeah this is what I want to do so I leaned into that and I haven't really looked back and unfortunately um, as we all know if you're listening to this you do one ultra and then you you turn around and all of a sudden you're signed up for a hundred and then I don't know. Yeah. It just, it keeps growing and you can't say it's, no.
1: It's like crack. You just, <laughs> it
0: is, it is. It's, it's an addiction. I mean, there's yeah. a lot worse things more. to be addicted to. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. That's I true. that's true. So, so when you, when you discovered, had you done um uh, just like a, a regular marathon, you say the half marathon, have you done a, a regular road marathon? Yet? <laughs>
0: No, you haven't? no, I mean, not even okay. I, mean, I, I mean,
1: you're right there. I've run
0: the distance, I've run the distance. I've yeah, done the real I know I've then, had you do it. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> I did the proverbial like 30 for 30 this year, and yeah. it's funny because I was telling someone about it. They're like, Oh, is it with a race? I was like, No, I just thought it'd be cool to run 30 on 30, and I remember it was like the week before a race, and you're like, well, you're so flexible with me because I am the worst. I'm not a great person to coach because I'm like, you know, what? I'm just going to do with it what I want. I'm going to switch these things up. And you're so patient and flexible. And, um, but you let me like, steer you
1: too, though. You let yeah, me you, steer do, you. You. you do. You do. You, you know. give me
0: the best workouts. I just kind of, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do that on Tuesday instead of Wednesday this week. It's funny. <laughs> I am. Um, but Hey, if you look yeah. at my stats before and after you, David, before you, it was, <laughs> It's, you're obviously doing great. Great job. Um, yeah, no. But I remember well, someone but, being like, "Oh, did you do it for the Dean Carnassus? And I was like, "Huh?" Yeah, and then that I didn't even realize it was like a thing. I was just like, "No, I just wanted to run yeah. 30 on my 30th." Yeah.
1: So. Have you Have you read uh, Ultra Marathon Man, by Dean Carnassus?
0: I have now. Yes. Okay. After someone now, okay. Was like, okay. So, yeah. so you understand?
1: Yeah, you understand. Yeah, he just decided to run his his. Yeah, he, but was, he's just, like even funnier. Yeah. 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 He like and he'd left like a, bar. a
0: bar Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, just mine was shoes. Planned. yeah. 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 I had running no. shoes on.
0: Well,
1: that that's funny though. We'll we'll have to uh for your next race, we'll have to try to incorporate like a road marathon in there so you can experience that too. You know, just just to say, you gotta at least you gotta put one on there. I don't know. I feel you like you that's the pot to,
0: call right? in the kettle, because I'm pretty sure you went straight into hundred. Am I correct? Did no, you, did I, you go like uh
1: no, I did my my first race was a marathon. Uh, oh, okay. I didn't do okay. It. Yeah, I didn't do any, and then and then I did that for a little while, and then my first ultra was was a hundred. But so, like, mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I did I did some other. Once I I was kind of like you though. Once I discovered the trails, is just kind. I did a half half marathon on the trails, and it was just kind of like, oh, this is it's, this is good. It's
0: the yeah. magic, man. Oh man, it's so nice. Yeah. It's so. It's this really cool combination. And I think I like it more than road because when you're, when you're running on the road and I find this also with cycling, when you are running or you're cycling on the road, it's just enough to where you can accidentally get lost in your head with thought. Like you don't really have to be paying attention to your line. You don't really have to, I mean, obviously you want to be cognizant of traffic if you're around it, but with things like mountain biking, or trail running, you have to be just aware enough and cognizant enough to like pick your line and not totally trip or not pull yeah. a flat rock where I was falling every five feet. <laughs> yes. And, yeah. oh my gosh. Um, and it allows you to be in this weird, like m- for me, I get in this weird meditative state where there's no thoughts in my head because mm-hmm. I'm too busy like paying attention. Yeah, And I think it's it's a very swimming is kind of the same way you're too busy trying to breathe you know you, there's no thoughts going through your head so i think it's a really cool um zen state that you don't get when you're just pounding the pavement because when i'm running on the road i'm like thinking about my grocery list and like oh man i gotta get laundry <laughs> yeah. it is not yeah. like that when you're trying not to fall
1: yeah you could be i i find i find in the in the in the woods in nature you can just be really really present you know mm-hmm. i guess that's in and um yeah, somebody I you probably heard me say this. You you think about everything and nothing, you know, it's just kind of I don't yeah. know. Yeah. It's now I um I have to do a lot of training on the roads just because of you know where I live <laughs> yeah. and all, but I do it early in the morning and it's nice early in the morning because it's dark, there's not a lot of cars. But when I have to run in the afternoons, like when we're done with this, I gotta run an hour and a half. Uh, oh no. <laughs> I, I almost rather get on the treadmill because yeah. I can I can put something on the TV and um but you know, and I don't know, it's, it's just the traffic. I don't like running when I feel like you and I get a
0: lot of, a lot of shade for that. I don't mind the treadmill. I'll be honest with you. I feel like people hate on the treadmill a lot, but (laughs) you know, I don't mind it. I, I take a lot of call in surgery and sometimes uh, you've seen, I've, I think I've run 20 miles on a treadmill before Mm -hmm. because I mean, I hate to say it, but I can't be, ten miles out from the hospital and then get called in yeah. for for a surgery and be like, Oh yeah, sorry guys, give me like two hours to get there. You know, I gotta <laughs> Yeah, yeah. My yeah. hospital has no, a, I- a has a gym, so
1: that's that's great. And and I mean, like right here, to right here, there's a treadmill and I have a TV <laughs> right. up on the wall. And so and Is it so your pain cave. <laughs> yeah, it's my pain cave. And so it's 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 nice, though. I mean, it, it's it's I call it sometimes I joke, call it a necessary evil. But because I have mm-hmm. a TV up there, I can zone out. And, and I've done 50 K's I've done the treadmill hundred and stuff like that. So I, I've become intimately acquainted with the treadmill. Oh my gosh! Yeah. And so, you know, you do, you do what you have to do to get the training done. You know, you just, yeah, you just absolutely. Gotta get it done. And so it's, it's, it's a good thing. It just, it's nicer being outside on the trails. <laughs>
0: I agree. I agree. But I'm, yeah. you know, I'm open-minded. You gotta, like you said, you gotta do what you gotta do yeah, better yeah. than hurting during your race.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, all right. So you, you discovered the trails, you liked it. And so I have your ultra sign up called up here because I wanted <laughs> to get kind of, <laughs> I want oh, to get the no. sequence here. So yeah. yeah and your first ha- half marathon on the trail was, uh, was the Outlaw 100 in Wilberton. The, you did the half marathon yeah. out there, uh, yeah. super technical trail. Um, mm-hmm. Did um, And then, um, and then you did a, the 25k out there, that's at night, same trail, but at night. Yeah. So you were just like, I like this. And then yes. <laughs> yeah, and then um you when did when did you contact me?
0: I can't con- I didn't contact you till January of this year.
1: We're yeah, we're yeah. new friends. Yeah. Yeah. So you, um, and then you, you can did see the, the
0: before f- and after there's like a <laughs>
1: tangible change. Yeah. But you had the, you had the, you had the, uh, the talent, you just needed some guidance. I think, you know, like you have the, <laughs> you, you know, the, the talent and the, the ability you just needed some, a little bit of guidance. And so like you had already done, you did the 50 miler, uh, out there at, uh, oh the Outlaw gosh, 100
0: the, that was the dreaded gone. year. It was freezing. I don't know. That
1: the ice, icy year.
0: Oh uh, yeah. I remember I couldn't, my, my hand, um, held bottles were so they were frozen and not just like slushy frozen as I mean, they were, it was, it was like 16 degrees. I want to say when we were yeah, running and yeah. I ended up having to take like my hair out of my ponytail and using my ponytail holders to wrap hand warmers around my water bottles because <laughs> <laughs> they kept freezing. I couldn't drink anything. <laughs> and I made the dreaded mistake of taking goo. And I think that it, that race is why I cannot eat goo like yeah. everyone else does because it was, they all froze and I couldn't eat. It, <laughs> is it was, like, Sickles? <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was licking them like a salt lake, like a horse would like a salt lake. I couldn't get any nutrition.
1: That's great. <laughs>
0: it was awful.
1: Well, I've had, I've had, I did one in Kansas where uh, my tube I had a bladder and my tube kept freezing. Mm-hmm. So I had to tuck it in, but a tube is small for your handheld bottles to freeze, man. That's, oh that's, my that's gosh. crazy. Uh, I heard yeah. about it. I'm I'm glad I, you know, wasn't a part of that, but, but you got it done and you placed second <laughs> female. So, I mean, like yeah. you did it, you know, it was a long, it was a long 50 miler, um, yeah. you know, but it's a, it's a technical course. It was icy. And then you did, um, I didn't even, for some reason I didn't realize you did the, uh, the, the 50 K and the gravel ride the same year at pumpkin holler hundred,
0: uh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, uh, there's a few other races I think smattered in there that haven't been on yeah. ultra. I know do walk do and, um, okay, okay. The, be- the, the beauty of this, this tightly fun is they, people tend to run together and I've noticed that gravel biking is kind of the new thing. Everyone's gravel cycling. And I've met this incredible, <laughs> incredible women community. Um, like The community of women and gravel biking. And they're so cool and strong. And my husband also gravel rides. And so these weekends where they have a race and then a gravel ride have been so fun for me to go and do the run. And then the next day he does the ride. And some days I get crazy and also do both where again, I'm going to circle back to the, just being mediocre at multiple (laughs) things. It's, (laughs) It's pretty fun. It's, it's been fun. So
1: have you guys done the um the the mid-south that used to be the land run
0: not yet i actually signed up for it this year and i'm super excited so are you doing you're gonna do the 50k i'm doing the 50k yeah okay i'm um, uh
1: no that's a it's a great race and i did it one year when it wasn't muddy i did the run you did do Um, it okay yeah 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 i did and it was it was fantastic i had a really good good time and did did great with it and um but um but they changed it. Now the run is on Friday and I can't always do it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd have to take off of work uh, to, to do it yeah. on Friday. So, but uh, it, that is a, that is a big fun event. Like it's crazy. The race it director is, a big is party.
0: Awesome. And it's cool. Cause it's bringing light. Um, you know, tertiary. it's. I feel like these, these ultra runs and, and trail runs have brought such a fun light to really small towns. I tell people all the time, ultra running has allowed me to see some of the, the funniest little small towns I would <laughs> never have visited in my entire life. There's no way you would find me, you know, in yeah. Tahlequah or Seminole or um, uh, Independence,
1: Kansas. In-
0: Independence, Kansas. I wouldn't <laughs> yeah. go there. I just wouldn't. Yeah. I'm sorry, but I've gotten to, and I've gotten to see this really beautiful um, rural parts of Oklahoma and people are so nice and kind and they love, Yeah, you know, we're bringing in community into their towns and buying their foods and going to their local restaurants. And I think it's just such a really cool um where you know Boston's cool, but Boston's yeah. gonna do just fine. Boston, yeah, you know, right. they're that's gonna right. do just <laughs> yeah, great good. economically. But yeah. um, you know, you go down to where is where is Flower Moon? I'm trying to
1: think that town. Uh Pahuska.
0: <laughs> Pahuska, you know, you go down to yeah. Pahuska, Oklahoma, and everyone is just so happy to see you. It's just really yeah. cool.
1: Well, and that's one of the things uh, with the Outlaw Race Series, and of course, I'm going to give a plug for them because they, you know, they're they're one yes. of the sponsors oh of the podcast. But, but but they um one of Jeremy one of their vision was all the we have these wonderful state parks here in Oklahoma. Well, why not put mm-hmm. these races on? And like you said, it's doing exactly. I, I haven't. I mean, I'm I'm only been in uh, Oklahoma five years, but mm-hmm. now I've gotten to visit so many of the state parks because. I've gone run some of the outlaw races, you know, and I've gotten to Gosh, see them, and they're yeah. they're really nice. They're great. Uh, it's so much fun, you, you know. We have that at our disposal.
0: And they're doing. I'll tell you, what Jeremy and his team are doing incredible things with it. You know, they they picked up Prairie Spirit. I'm so excited. I'll be, um, you know, after doing this 100, one of my my things that I really wanted to lean into as well is start crewing and volunteering for others. So yeah. I'm actually going down tomorrow to volunteer for the the Lake Thunderbird Run, which yeah. is it's I'll such a cool there. course. Yeah. I'm going volunteer too. Yeah. 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 Look at us yeah. on the other side. Look at us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I'll be crewing for um some really awesome friends I've gotten to meet. Um they're running the hundred at prairie. And I can't nice. wait to be on the other side. I can't wait to pull sweaty socks off, people. It's, <laughs> it's, here we go
1: well it'll help you and and we'll get to talk about your hundred a little bit it'll help you to recognize the the darkness in others at two o'clock in the morning (laughs) but and you know yeah you know you you should uh you should plan on running prairie spirit or the kansas fall i think you do well in in one of those races you know when when you're not crewing and helping uh it's Mm -hmm. it's super flat but boy it's 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 crushed gravel super runnable i think you would do well so i'm just just i can't wait. yeah.
0: That we need to pick one out. That, that should be my next book. I don't have anything right now. I am. I know. I decided talk about know? <laughs> that.
1: at the end of the podcast, but we're going to talk about that.
0: <laughs> I know I want to, let's put it on there. Let's put on the checklist, something more flat.
1: So <laughs> there you go. Uh, well, um, so yeah. So you, you were doing, I mean, you were out there doing all the things and uh and doing these races. And so, um, the January of this year, I called up the email, you, you reached out to me. And so what, mm-hmm. just curious, like what, you, you know, you were already running these races. What, um, what caused you to reach out and say, you know, I, I, I want to, I want, I want some help on a coach and, uh, what caused you to do yeah. that?
0: Yeah. So I am a very prag. if I could use an adjective for me, I feel like pragmatic is one of them. I'm very okay. self-aware of like my capabilities and, um, you don't often find me pushing my, like i'm not going to be that person that gets grabbed out. i'm that person that is like okay i have everything prepared i think i've got all the you know bells and whistles ready for the race and i wanted to approach longer distances safely that's really it um yeah it's funny because that's normal it's normally the opposite with most ultra runners i find that they they're going out willy nilly like just ready to crush it and i i have that inside of me but i also you know I do work in healthcare and I want to be able to continue to do my job safely. And I, um, I just wanted to do it. I wanted to be guided by someone with the experience and wisdom and, um, but also allow me to not take it too seriously. So that's a really fine line to tiptoe, you know, find someone that, you know, is, is like, okay, well we can be flexible. And I really appreciated that about you specifically because I still kind of wanted to swim sometimes or, or go climbing or mountain bike or, And we incorporated that into my, um, my plans. And I think that is my personal opinion is that's a real good key to, you know, staying injury-free.
1: Yeah, definitely staying injury-free and not becoming, um, because you can run that cross training is is it's good physically but also mentally, you know um, mm-hmm. it gives you Absolutely. something else and I know a few times you said like you you went out on the bike and it was like you needed that, you know you yeah. needed that bike time and it was just just something different, you know and and you're getting your cardio in you' you're just doing it a little bit differently um and so uh yeah, definitely. I understand that. That's my, a lot of my gym time, you know, just mm-hmm. going go through my bro lifts and stuff. Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not there yet. I still don't like yeah. lifting heavy
1: things, but well, maybe one day. <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you started doing some of that. So <laughs> yeah. 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 So, it was you. um, yeah. So, so, and then we start, we started working and, um, uh, working together and, and doing like planning out some of these races. And, um, I don't know, you, you, you've been, you've been easy to coach It's you know, we've had to do some, some, uh, change some things out a little bit and all, but it's been, it's been fun. It's been fun to watch you <laughs> respond to, to just the the process, you know, you just like, okay, mm-hmm. here, this is, this is what we're going to do. And there, you know, there were hiccups, there were sicknesses, there were life happens, you know, change of jobs, mm-hmm. all these things, but in the middle of it, you know, like, okay, well, let's figure it out. And, and you always had a, you know, a good attitude about it, you know, that I saw. Maybe you didn't. Maybe you had your own pity party. <laughs> <for yourself.
0: laughs> oh, yeah, there's lots of pity parties. But, yeah, it's hard. To, it's hard to be sad when you have like your body is able to do these things. So you just got to be grateful for every step you can take.
1: Yeah. Well, so. and it was just it, it was fun to watch you, though, because you really started, you know, you really started doing well in in the races and and you know you you your first uh three this year you you know you won them and um you know you did your first 100k at lake and i have to say this because and i've already told you this but um so at uh lake mcmurtry run you were doing your first 100k (laughs) and you know so we talked we did all that and i was doing the 50k And so for everybody listening that the 50K, we started an hour later, I think. So we Mm -hmm. were planning on, you know, I was gonna be running a little harder. You had twice as much as I had to run. So I figured I would cross you. And so it was kind of fun Mm -hmm. because I got to watch you while I was kind of catching up with you. I see you in the woods and you were, and I, it was cool because you were just, your game, you were doing the game plan perfectly. I just saw you, like you said, be bopping through the woods. You were yeah. having a good time. I'd see you bust out your, uh, you know, your gel or whatever you were eating. You were just eating it and you were moving, but you, I could tell you were having fun. You know, you were just like, I'm doing the thing. I'm in the train, yeah. you know, and we got to visit for a little while. And then, you, you know, you yeah. went out there and just, you just crushed it. So it was cool. You were second overall and, and won the thing. And, um, uh, so it was really fun. Um, uh, how did you, like, hey, we, we've we talked about this, but Lake McMurtry was your first. I mean, that was a jump in in distance for you, you know, hundred yeah, K. Yeah. So how was, how did you, um, how did you you feel like your body responded to that? And, and like, what lessons did you learn for that particular race?
0: Absolutely. I, um, you know, it's funny because in my mind, McMurtry is still the funnest race I've ever done. Or, really? and by funnest, I mean, um, I was in the least amount of pain, I think, you know, for the distance. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah.
0: I, I, you know, I have my, my, I have this, have my, okay. So I'm so lucky because I have a crew. I have my mom and my husband and, um, you know, they're I feel like they've taken crewing and made it their sport and they're, they take it seriously. I mean, they, they got, they're ready. It's like a pit crew. I come in, they're peeling things off, they're putting water in and then they, they <laughs> slap me on the back. And they say, go, like, it's really cool. They, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think they enjoy it. I hope they do.
1: Um, your mom, I, I can like, tell your mom does. I can tell. Oh she takes my gosh. It. I can, she's
0: so good. We'll talk about that. Yeah.
1: We're going to talk about that in a little bit with Lake Murray. Yeah. but <laughs> Oh gosh.
0: Yeah. yeah. So I felt like we were coat, like just right on with each other that day. And it was, if I remember it was pretty windy and it was a little mm-hmm. warm. Yes. And, um, there's one guy ahead of me that was just trucking. And I, I felt like, and then I I kept seeing 50k or so I didn't actually know where I was at the whole time. And yeah. I decided, all right, I'm just gonna run my race, you know. Let's just yeah. let's just do what you and I had planned. And um it's funny for anyone listening. This great plug for you, David. Anyone listening, <laughs> like if you it's it's an algorithm. If you follow the plan and you put in the mileage and you practice the eating and you practice the um, you know, you had me do a lot of my runs in the heat of the day, and I feel like and in Arcadia where I live with Hills and I feel like just following a plan, then you have this like tangible product of like, Hey, look, there we go. We finished, we did it. And, um, it's just sticking to what you knew. And I think that's, that's kind of the hardest thing in ultras. It's so easy to go off hard when the gun goes off and or the yell, whatever. Um, and I think it's that self-restraint, um, Mm -hmm. And I know, I know Nicole often has been on here before and gosh, I just like totally admire her in the community. And she has said some really eloquent things about it. It's like, you just run your race, you know, you're going to, yeah. people are yeah. going to pass you or you're going to pass them. And it's that I think is half the mental battle is running your race. So yeah. I felt like that was all there for McMurtry. And to this day, I really feel like that was one of my more successful races.
1: And, and, you know, that was, it was not like your, it was, it was a, it was a goal race, but it wasn't like your, your big a race, you know, but yeah, so that's it just kinda, so funny. <laughs> yeah. And so, and so it was important <laughs> for you to run your race and, and, you know, and, uh, you know, I've, I've been the same way where I've gone out and it's like a training race or whatever. And, and my wife always joke laughs at me. Cause I was like, Hey, I'm just, it's just a training race. I'm not, and I'll end up winning it, but it's, it's not because I did any, you know, maybe toward the end, you know, like I can catch that guy, you know, or whatever, mm-hmm. or, or, or he's right behind me. So i push hard, but, um, but anyway, you know, it's, it's, you just, just go be yourself and do you. And if, you know, mm-hmm. if you, you run your race, you, you, you've do your race plan. And, you know, sure. If there's an opportunity there, you maybe push a little bit or something, but, but you were doing you and you, you know, you finished it, you did great and you won the race. And so it was just really cool and affirming. And, uh, I don't know. I was happy to see, to see you (laughs) continue to experience that.
0: Yeah. You're, you're, uh, you're welcome for all the tangible change. Like you can, you should really lean into that. Like the,
1: Oh, you know what? Hang on a second. My headphones just totally turned off. Oh no! Okay, now I got you now. Okay, <laughs>
0: <Perfect>. <laughs> sorry for all my my throat stuff. I'm it's I I don't know if this happens with everyone, but I feel like after the hundred, I my immune system was kind of just shot. So
1: yeah, that's it been
0: yeah we're just kind of dealing sniffle
1: sorry about that that's okay it's all right so um yeah so you you got the 100k out the way you did um Mm -hmm. you ended up doing uh, a dark and dirty uh 50k on the gravel portion of it as as a training race you you won that one (laughs) and then um, (laughs) and then and then at flat rock um, that was so so flat rock it's okay. It's, a, I want to tell you, it's a great course and I've run it, I've run it before. I, and, uh, it's beautiful. I enjoyed it. Oh my
0: gosh. It's, it's gorgeous.
1: It was just really, really hot this year. And I got to oh, be there yeah. and, um, I got your to, daughter I, did it right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. In fact, I need to get her. I need to do a podcast with her.
0: Yeah. I'm yeah. waiting for her podcast.
1: Yeah, need to do it. I I just need to set it up with her. But um, so that was that was totally fun for me, and then I got to see you out there, and you know we just oh my it, gosh, it was, you
0: saw me like totally bloody and like picked <laughs> up my bloody dirty pack for me. I'm so I remember looking at you and being like, I'm just I've made a mess of things. <laughs> <laughs> it was and it and was I funny it's, it's, falling. <laughs> it's just a training uh,
1: race it's all good
0: <laughs> <laughs> you were so nice and I'm like covered in blood and dirt and I just kept being like what is going on
1: it, it, uh, you know and we and we have those you know that sometimes you just have Tougher and look, it's for everybody listening. She she had a tough race. She placed second. All right, it was a tough day out there. So every all the times were slower. She did well, Um but um, you know, hey, those you need those though. Like where you've even like it was fifty k, but you had to. I mean, you had to work for it because it was so stinking mm-hmm. hot and yeah. technical. Yeah, it
0: was humbling. I think it was what I needed because I had had that series of like, you know, performing well or I mean, I don't really feel like I have the street cred like a lot of your other previous podcast guests. Like I don't have that kind of, Street I don't have dread. that, that rep, but, um, <laughs> it definitely was kind of that first humbling race where it's like, all right, Julie, let's get back down to, earth. you know, like let's re refocus. You, you know, yeah. you gotta be able to deal with the the changes and in, in the weather and the wind. And that's the beauty of trail racing. There is never the same race. You know, you can do the same trail every day and it will never be the same.
1: Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. I was looking at my times for the same races, different years. It's just totally different, and it is well. Number one, I was a different shape at the time, but totally different <laughs> uh temperature, climate, everything else. You know, so you just you got to take yeah. what, take what it gives you. Yeah.
0: Humility with humility and grace.
1: That's right. That's right. So let's talk about Lake Murray. So we did. Uh, I mean, the whole the main goal for all of this was to to get to a hundred miles. Julie picked Lake Murray. Lake Murray is in southern Oklahoma. Um I was supposed to be doing it too but I ended up taking the rest of the year off so you know just left you up to your own devices. And uh, <laughs> so uh, um uh we we trained, we did the things, you know to prepare you for it. We talked through a lot of the things and um and you got out there and did it. So let's let's talk about I don't know race week and uh how you felt you know, leading up to it and, uh, and how things went, you know, the night before and, and the morning of before the race even started, how, how are you feeling? How are you doing?
0: Yeah, yeah. So um, as you know, I, and what I probably don't recommend, well, I, I, you know, recently switched hospitals and I just, I adore my new job. I don't, I can't imagine working anywhere else. I've really supportive coworkers. Um, they were very understanding and like, you know, tried to let me do some easier cases, but I was on my feet a lot that week before the race. Um, so I, kind of went in with some heavy legs, which again, this is all just learning and, um, that I, I don't, I don't think it really affected me in the end, but it's definitely something I will, when it comes to like overall fatigue, you don't notice it till you're awake 32 hours and you're like, wow, man, my legs are, they're toasted. So. I went into it with a little bit heavy legs, but I had this incredibly supportive crew and my pacer was awesome. My, my parents both got to be there and we all just had a very relaxing evening before. Um, I eat the same dinner every before every race. I have pizza and a Michelob Ultra,
2: <laughs> Nice <laughs> so
0: plug in Michelob Ultra there, yeah, um, yeah. Every, before every race. And I've never had issues and I, I call it carb loading. It probably isn't the best thing to eat, but I don't care. And I'm going to keep doing yeah. it. <laughs>
1: it's working Um, it's working
0: yeah 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 so i had my 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 pizza my beer um, i got everything ready and um i knew it was going to be a hard race because i slept well which that sounds weird (laughs) but i slept fine i did not wake up i wasn't restless i was like that's weird that's not normal because normally i'm like nervous and rolling around and um i wake up really early and I slept really well. And so I woke up really suspicious. I was like, this is, (laughs) this is not right. Something's off. I had too good of a rest. So, um, but I mean that, what can you say? I'm grateful for that. And then we, we had everything planned. Everything was said. I couldn't have asked for a better like exchange on, on fuel, but um, it was hard that, which is just like the understatement of the century for me. It was, so yeah. hard.
1: <laughs> well, I, just, just, just a, um, a little, a little, uh, you know, even before it started, you know, it was kind of fun because I got to talk, uh, to your mom and your pacer ahead of time and, oh, and, yeah, and yeah because your mom had never, she, she accrued. And, and, and I, like I said, when, when we talked at Lady merger, I could tell she was just, she was all, I mean, uh, flat rock, she was all in, mm-hmm. she loved it. Um, but I really got to talk with her. Like, she's like, what am I going to be seeing? What, what to, what, what, what to expect. And we talked a lot about <laughs> psychological stuff too. Like, That's you know, so like, yeah. And then I got to talk to, uh, to Dylan, your pacer. And cause he was, you know, he had such never a good
0: guy. Yeah. He's such yeah. A
1: good great, guy. great guy. And, uh, you know, he was wondering what to expect. And, you know, so I talked to mm-hmm. him about the, you know, the, um, make sure she's eating, make sure she's drinking all the physical things. And I said, then I said, then we talked about. The dark places. the they're the hitting the lows and stuff like that. So I so saw we definitely need to get there. So for everybody listening, we, we were talked ahead of time. It was kind of we knew it was gonna be the trails were probably gonna be pretty muddy because of yeah. rain that morning, rain that night, and that morning of at the start. Um, and so so let's let's talk about the race. Let's get into the race. How how was yeah. it to start?
0: Well, I will preface all this by saying, Thank goodness. Um, I didn't know that you prepped them that well, but hindsight, it makes a lot of sense <laughs> because I was not very nice a couple of times and everyone was just so like breezy and casual. Like, okay. And I'm like, God, and then that just pissed me off more because everyone was so nice. And, and so I felt bad that I was being so mean. And I was like, why are they <gasps> I'm so like turned? They, they were like expecting it? And now it all makes sense because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, God, everyone is just because I was just changing my mind a lot. I had a really, a really hard time there, but, um, Mm. so, you know, we get there it's drizzling at the beginning, um, for all of those that run in any form or fashion in Oklahoma on the trails, you all know, it's not just mud. It's that weird clay mud that just sucks your feet. in when you step and it's this like, like extra viscous, extra sloppy i don't even know what to call it it just sucks you in yeah it is (laughs) it literally i was telling someone it reminds me of there's this live action super mario brothers movie and there's some sort of animal and they like build these big caves of mud and it like sucks you in like quicksand. And that's what the clay does when it gets wet. It just sucks you in. And so every movement when you are running, you're using all these crazy stabilizer muscles. You're not just running normal. You're like kind of slightly twisting your foot so you can pull it out of the mud. So you're using these tiny little hip flexor stabilizers and like your lateral ligaments on your knees are just kind of screaming because you're, I essentially looked I mean, like I was, I mean, what do you say? Like running through mud. I looked ridiculous. Um, And that was the first, I would say eight hours of that race. It was ludicrous. I even stopped and took a video because I was like, they don't, they don't, they don't understand. I need them to understand. And I sent it to my crew and I was like, this is what I'm dealing with.
1: Well, well, your mom sent me the video and it was funny because, because in the video you were kind of like, (laughs) <laughs> you know like you were yeah. like you were go- you were laughing at it i was having and, fun uh, yeah yeah you were having fun and i was like she's having fun now but i was like she's not you're fun you know she's laughing because you know it's
0: long. about to change <laughs> <laughs> the suck
1: is coming <laughs> i was so
0: naive david i was so naive and so you know that's all fun and yeah. the beauty of of trails is you're this adult that gets to play in mud and play in the rain and that's all so fun until yeah. you until are <laughs> 12 hours in and I I remember repeating the sentence the bottom of my feet keep I feel like it's falling off like I, <laughs> I could feel and I'm you're going to have to put like a you know like TVMA on this when I describe my feet here but like the bottom layer of my feet it was like trench foot like 1940s World War II trench yeah. foot like <laughs> the bottom of my feet had like the outer layer of skin had like kind of separated had filled with this nasty mud water and I could feel it like squishing in and out with every step and that it wasn't painful but it was a mental yeah I mean it was the most intense thing I think I've gone through because you are feeling it with every step. So it was really fun and then all of a sudden you're like wait is my is my toenail off (laughs) (laughs) so oh yeah. So it stopped raining eventually and um you know, the only caveat to it being clay is at least clay does absorb really quickly, I felt. Um, so you kind of get to this weird if you've ever seen the tide go out on sand, and that sand is like solid enough that you don't sink, but it's kind of like uh tacky. jelly I don't, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, tacky that's a good word. Um, so that's what it was like, like the next six to 10 hours and there's still mud pits throughout this, but, yeah
2: um,
0: you know, bless the race directors. If there is a secondary circuit of racing outside of outlaw that I love, I really enjoyed that. The blaze trails. They, the they made the most of it. They, um, compensated with extra signs. They had people out there, you know, trying to straighten nice. up the trail. It was, it was a really outside of the rain. It was a really enjoyable course. Um, yeah, well, that
1: They, uh, I I had been in contact with them because I I was supposed to run the race and all that. And I I told them that, you know, one of the athletes I coach will be out there and and all that. And, uh, so they messaged me after and told me how, how, like you did great. And they were, you know, they, they love the way you, you know, the way you responded and, you know, they just said you represented well. So I was like, (laughs) Oh,
0: good. Yeah. I, I try, you know, you have this beautiful mantra. I feel like you instill in all of your athletes. That's like, just be grateful, be kind and say, thank you to every, aid station worker and volunteer. And I, uh, you know, I kind of already knew that. And that's how I knew you'd be a great coach for me. Is like, I already felt that's so important. And yeah. especially that day, you know, yeah, you're in pain and you're slopping around, but guess what? You get a buckle at the end of the day. These people yeah. do not.
1: Yeah. yeah. They're just, they're <laughs> <Yeah>. just working.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah. it was, whew, they got to remember that, you know, they were out there too.
1: So it, uh, the Lake Murray is, uh, it's three, basically three 50 K loops, kind of more or less, you know, mm-hmm. with a little bit for the, for the hundred mile. And, um, and so when did, uh, when did it, I don't know, you, you, you did the first when loop. Did the
0: darkness happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Like so just kind of, kind of go through, you know, first loop is usually kind of like, you know, honeymoon kind of getting it done. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, absolutely. How, you that know, first
0: loop was fun. I would say that yeah. I would use the word fun. Um, it was really nice. Uh, it was, it was kind of like a loop, but it was, a, it was more like out and back with some lollipop. But um, so I yeah, got to see my yeah. family. Uh, they were able to come to multiple stations. That keeps your spirits high. I feel like um, yeah. the second loop was doing okay. And then they have this little five mile extra loop for the hundred milers, mm-hmm. which is reminiscent of how outlaw has that like seven mile loop,
1: mm-hmm. you
0: know? So it's yeah. very similar to that except this five mile loop was redonkulous. It was the (laughs) muddiest part of the park and everyone was just like, you could see their faces. Like all of the athletes would just like kind of walk up to the start of the small five mile loop. And it took you longer to do that five mile loop than like the first 15 miles of the other part of the race, you know, yeah, because it was just, it was a very low part of the park. So it was collecting all of the water. Um, my original plan was to not pick up my pacer until, you know, that very last 20 or so miles. And, um, I have, uh, so my pacer came down with his wife and kids. And when I say they are good humans, like I was running through socks and shoes, like nobody's business and my pacer and his wife took my socks and shoes and like went all the way back to our Airbnb and hand-washed them and dried them and brought them back to me so that oh, I could change man. one more time because yeah. we were just running through them like nobody's business. And, um, when he brought them back, I, I just looked at him and I was like, do you want to do an hop in? <laughs> <laughs> and he did. And thank goodness because I lost it at like mile 80. And when I say yeah. lost it, I don't, I don't mean like, I, it was like more of an embarrassment thing because physically I felt okay. Like my body yeah. was good. My, my fueling was awesome. I did not have, I had zero stomach issues, which is just, That's awesome. I need to knock on wood or something. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but I was, I remember like being like, I just need to sit for a second. And so uh, Dylan, my pacer found this rock and I just I sat down and I remember just kind of like picking my feet up and being like I can't believe I might have to quit because of my toes like I was so mortified that like the reason of all reasons was because of my my toes like come on like get it together let's you know you know be a woman get your guts up and run through the pain but you know, to circle back, I always say, I'm a very pragmatic person. And so the nurse in me was like, all right, Julie, like I, and and we, I should have prefaced this entire story. Ardmore, Oklahoma is in the Arbuckles and there is a, there is a population of wild hogs that live down there. And I, I can confirm that by smell because you can smell these like wild hogs, like the you know, where they live and they were having a heyday and all of this, I'm sure. (laughs) So what comes with wild animals, wild animal droppings. So there for a minute in this darkness, I was like, I have these raw feet, wounds, and I'm schlepping through. A literal pig pin. Like it's a literal <laughs> yeah. pig pin. And yeah. so in my head, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna get septic. I'm gonna lose my feet. I'm just like spiraling. <laughs> <Yeah>. And the <laughs> funny part is this is like you warned me of this. And I remember having a conversation, be like, oh no, I'm gonna be fine. Like mental, that's fine. That's gonna be the easiest thing. I'm a nurse, I've been up for you know, I haven't peed for 12 hours. I've not slept for 30 hours. Like we'll be fine, David. And then next thing I know, I'm crying about pig pins and my feet falling off. And that was mile 80. That's awesome. <laughs> the darkness, the darkness, it showed up and it showed up hard and fast. So I remember, um, my pacer being like, okay, like it's, he's just so nice. And is like, you know, well, I'm, I'm here to support whatever you do, but I think you should, I think you should keep going. Do you want to like call someone? So I whip my phone out and um, call my family. And I remember my mom saying, just walk, just try one more mile. Just, just walk one more mile. My mom is, is practically a saint. So she does not, she's not aggressive. She's very kind. She's very, Mm -hmm. um, is a friend to all. And I've never really heard her raise her voice much at me unless it's like, you know, kid stuff. Yeah. And I remember her getting very stern and being like, Julie, one more mile. And I was like, okay, okay. (laughs) So I do another mile and I call her again. She's like, Julie, one more mile. So I do another mile. I love it. And I'm just like I am knee deep into the like. Fine, I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> and then at one point I like change my mind and start walking back, and then I change my mind and walk the other way. And so my poor pacer is just standing there like, like, watching me. The <laughs> yeah, like like tracking me with his eyes. Just like this woman is lost her marbles. Like <laughs> what is going on? And just so patient through it all. And finally. This you know we're hitting mile eighty or so, and I'm not sure if you heard the drama, but like we were kind of closing in on one of the furthest aid station um, time-ins and uh, or not time-ins like where you have to meet the cutoff. Off, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
0: And so we get there and we miss the cutoff by three or four. I don't even know the time. It was a few minutes, David. It was a couple of minutes. Yeah. And so this this poor sweet aid station lady who. Totally had my back. Another guy was there, totally had my back because my mental breakdown here. I'm not, I should have, I should have went more in depth, but it took an hour. There was an hour of me sitting on this rock or walking or not doing anything beneficial, right? Just me, right? Yeah. Trying to decide if I was continuing. And this is like the ultimate you can say, I told you so, (laughs) (laughs) but I will take it. So we get there and this lady calls the race director and you can hear him on the phone. And he's so nice. This guy, you can tell, he's just like, he's really on the athlete's side, so to speak. And he's like, look, I don't think it can be done. I just don't think it's feasible. And that's the, the sentence that stuck out. And I looked at my pacer and he is like already filling water bottles and stuffing my pack full of food. And I'm like, wait, hey, this is a great out. Like why? Yeah, we, yeah, yeah, We yeah. should, yeah. We are like Get me out of here. <laughs> that's what I said. I was like, well, we should respect the race director. That's what I said. I was like, I'll respect your wishes. And then he said something like, yeah, I just, it couldn't be done. And then for some reason you tell me I can't do something. And Oof. I looked back at my pacer, and he is like doing the math on his cell phone, like already yeah. five steps ahead of me. Right. He's like, yeah. he's not taking this answer. And they say, well, okay, if you can make it back to the start by 1115, you'll, we'll let you do it but you have to make it back to the start by 1115. And it's like 630 or something, 645. So yeah. they're asking me to run 18 miles. And it I think it broke down to like a 14 and a half or 15 minute pace, yeah. which was my first 50K. Like that's yeah. my that was my first 50K time. In the
1: mud, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: In the mud, yeah. And um, which all of this is like astronomical. not that it matters, but it wasn't the paces I was planning on. So you right. are- you know, they always say the slow runners are actually the stronger runners because they're out there way longer. Like you are in, um, not stronger, but mentally, I suppose because yeah. you're out there longer. Yeah. Um, long story short, we look at our watches and my <laughs> pacer is just like, we're doing it. We're doing it. I don't, let's go, let's do it. And we take off and I don't know where it came from. I don't, I think I blocked out for a minute, but we <laughs> sprint, I mean, 12, 10 minute miles, which Again, all of the numbers are so arbitrary, but I just remember being like, I don't think I've even run a 10 minute mile on this race and it's mile 90. Like (laughs) what's going on? Where did this come from? Yeah, exactly. So we make it back. And when I say the entire camp, not just my family, not just the race director, but that entire camp like was cheering and yelling. And I had like actual minutes before I got back before. And this isn't the end of the race for the record. This is just the cutoff.
1: You still got to the to five do
0: the mile last loop. loop, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we make it, and it was just such an invigorating, like, to see the community really get behind an individual runner, and so many strong, wonderful, like, experienced athletes had dropped at this point. I mean, yeah. I think only five women finished, which is, I don't, I don't know the numbers at the start, but I know it was an incredulous amount of DNFs. Yeah, and um, yeah. It was a, it was a, that was my favorite, not even finishing the, the race, but that moment was my favorite moment. I don't know where it came from, but it wasn't me.
1: (laughs) So is it, It isn't my crew? Yeah, Isn't it amazing how like physically at that point, nothing changed with you. Nothing changed physically. It was like, Mm -mm. it, it was a switch that had to go off mentally. It was something that happened in your head that you like, okay you know, let's go, Mm -hmm. let's do this. And so (laughs) that if we could just tap into that junk all the time, you know, like it's
0: wild. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then so, so so you, did you, um, so the plan was you were going to have Dylan up until that point and you were going to do that last five miles by yourself, so kind of well. like your victory mm-hmm. lap, your, is that, is that what you did? Did you end up doing that five miles by no.
0: yourself? No, oh my gosh, Okay, yeah. put, okay good, good. <laughs> I put every ounce of my human being into that wrap to make the cutoff. And I just remember seeing my husband and like, I put my hand in his and he just like guided me to a chair where we like switched on. I saw, I, I was like, a, I was zombified because I put every yeah. ounce of everything into making that cutoff. And we essentially... I wouldn't even call it running. We did not run that last lap. It was a glorified jog. So it was finished and it was, um, it was actually kind of a cool moment for us to share and just, and, um, bask in the gratitude of, um, I mean, this is a kind of a good moment to bring up before my hundred miler talking to experienced people. They all asked the same question and you did too. Everyone said, what's your, why, why do you do this? Like, what is your reasoning? And um, relatively new to the scene, my whole thing was like I'm doing it for myself. You know, I'm a, I'm an independent, strong woman. I'm doing it because I can. <laughs> I'm gonna prove I'm I'm strong. I can do that. You know, I it was me, me, me. It was all about what can I do, how strong I am. And um in that moment, that like that haze of finishing that last lap, I really appreciate it because it I I just I realized in that last few miles, like this had nothing to do with me. My why is not how strong I am because deep down, can I run a hundred miles? Yes, I probably can. Anyone really could, could continue to move for a hundred miles. Um, because again, it wasn't really running. It was kind of, was a lot of jogging, a lot lot of walking. So I realized my why had suddenly transformed into the, 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 community and the crew, my family who hadn't slept in 30 hours, my friends who were constantly sending messages, you who was keeping um, my family updated and like, you know, making sure things were still going kosher in the middle of the night. I know my mom texted me in the middle of the night. because like, she slipped. <laughs> yeah. That became my why, because I realized like I could have stopped. I don't, I mean, I didn't it wasn't like it would have affected me mentally if I hadn't finished. But what I kept repeating to myself is like, I would have been so embarrassed to like let my family down after they had stayed up for 30 hours or they had done it for no reason. And I realized I was like, wait, why, you know, why am I so worried about how they would feel if I didn't finish? And I think that's when it clicked. Like my why was, was for, for them. And my, every person who gets you to the point that you are in life, like it, you aren't, You are really just a summation of the people that you interact with and, and those have raised you and, you know, what you take from it and what you learn from it. And it was such a really cool five mile lap because I got to, to slowly come in and reflect on the whole race. It was really cool.
1: That that's awesome. So how would you describe coming through that finish line after the five mile loop and being done? Oh man,
0: you know what's funny is like, I didn't, I didn't cry, and I was kind of annoyed with myself. I was like, man, everyone like cries and gets emotional, <laughs> and I was like, I walked across the the race line, and I shook the director's hand. I took my buckle, and I just went walking right to our car. I was like, I'm done. <laughs> I am done. I want food. I want. <laughs>
1: I want a bath. <laughs> I, was, like, I want. <laughs>
0: Exactly. so i was a little disappointed because like i had watched another girl come in behind me and she was just like so happy and like tears of joy and like pr- and i was just like yeah <laughs> all right <you> guess it. <laughs> <laughs> it was like I, a, it's I, an un- it was like an unimpressed kid on christmas morning that's what i felt like
1: <laughs> <laughs> and everybody everybody's different with it you know like yeah. and I, I a lot of my 100 milers i you know um yeah. Not, I get more emotional watching other people finish than, than myself.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I got really emotional watching back a lot of film, seeing how much people were doing while I was running that got me yeah. emotional. So again, the, you know, that same theme, like I got really emotional seeing um, videos of people and like how much work they were putting in while I had the easy job, which was like slopping around in a mud vest. Like that was yeah. what I was doing. And they were yeah. calling to make it to every checkpoint and put my food together and so that was, that was the emotion. I think that's when the emotions hit for me.
1: Yeah. It's in, and, and you know, our sport, you know, a lot of our training we do alone and, uh, it, it can be a selfish thing. Um, but like you said, you, you have to pull a team together to comp even like, even to train, you know, like, you know, those of us with, with families, your husband, your husband has to deal with you being out running and you know what I mean? <laughs> yes, you know, yeah. And so, so it's, it's, it's a, it's, we can't do this by ourselves, you know? And so I want you yeah. to speak real quick too, because one of the things that that's on your, your heart and one of the things that you've been doing is trying to get more, uh, more women involved in, yeah. in trail running. And that's been fun to watch you just kind of like, Hey, we need more ladies out here and just organizing yes. these yeah. runs and stuff. I think that's really, that's, that's really cool. And so oh, um, yeah, talk. I want <clears throat> you to talk about that. But congratulations, though, about oh, about thank you. Yes. yeah, 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 we did
0: it. We're done. Um, we did it. We're and done. Also, and
1: yeah, good
0: job. <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's a really good point to transition, because I think one of the reasons that it took me so long to figure my why is because I had been a little bit of a lone wolf. I went into this sport quite literally um, on my own. You know, I did all of my learning and my training by podcasts, which is how I found you, you know, by, by podcasts and books and books. Um, like kind of creepily watching the community from afar. Like that's, that was kind of the extent. And a lot of it was like, I was this 25, 26 year old gal. And let's be honest, like the ultra community is these people are experienced, you know, they've, they've, they've done a lot of other multi-sport for years and then transitioned into ultra running. And it's just not necessarily the biggest um, demographic of younger women. And I really, I want to change that because I think we have so much to give. I think women are incredibly suited for endurance sports. Yes. Um, yes. I think not only can we be like tenacious, but we're good planner, you know, like not to speak to, to, um, you know, men, women versus men, but I do think women do really well. I mean, look at the women in the sport, Courtney DeWalter, like all yeah. these gals yeah. that She's are just crushing it. And yeah. I want, I want more of that. I want community. And, um, kind of recently I, I just, I realized, and maybe because of like Murray, I, I realized like in order to continue to do well, it is so important to find your, your tribe. And, um, mm. this whole time I'd been kind of leaning on my own and I think you can only be infinitely better by learning from others. And, um, so I recently just kind of stuck my nose out in other people's business and just kind of like started <laughs> inviting myself on runs. And I found a couple, of these friends that I'm in a crew for Prairie, I just kind of invited myself to like their morning runs, I just started showing up and they like embraced it and they loved it and they're wonderful. And like the few weeks I spent with them before Murray, I learned, I I learned so much. And I just kept thinking like, why didn't I do this sooner? Like I'm getting all this great beta, like where was this? Like all these primary resources. So, um, so to spin off that, I, I was like waiting, I was just waiting for someone to invite me. And then I realized like, okay, wait, I guess I have to instigate this. So I started this little silly thing on social media called Sunday brunch, um, on Sundays where, um, I just kind of put the feelers out to see if people wanted to join me for a hike. Um, I brought some schmimosas because I don't think you can technically legally drink schmimosas on state parks, but, um, so that may or may not have happened. And I put the feelers out and said like, Hey, if anyone wants to come, just see what it's like. We Oklahoma has these incredible parks and you know, it's where our tax money is going and they're very well taken care of. And um, a bunch of volunteers do a lot of work to maintain our single track around here. So shout out to all of them. Um, And that's, that's parallel to the mountain bike crew. A lot of mountain bike people take care of the trails that runners use. Yeah, they do. Um, So I put the feelers out and I thought it would be, you know, my best friends and (laughs) old Kelly, my mom, of course she was there because she's just a little (laughs) angel. So she was there and, um, we had some snacks and drinks and, uh, like 40 gals showed up and it was so awesome. stinking cool. And so, um, I had no idea other people wanted to be, you know, involved and it's not just running, it's hiking, it's walking your dog on the trail. Like, and I remember that day. So rain just happens to be just such a It's a motive in my life, I feel like with running because the day of the very first Sunday brunch, um, I had looked at the weather, I felt so excited. We had our tent set up, we had our food set up. I had done all the paperwork for, you know, making sure everything was kosher and it dumped rain it just poured and I remember thinking like well I'm used to this my friends are kind of used to this but all of these people that are new they're going to be like what the heck like this is not fun (laughs) and contrarily I remember like so I was so worried about everyone and how they felt about being on the trail the first time I remember getting on my mountain bike because I was you know the first time you put something on you're worried about making sure people are having a good time Yeah, And I remember like just beating myself up, being like, what did I do? They're going to complain. They're going to hate this. And I remember being on my my bike passing these like grown women and they, and a couple of men showed up too. And they looked like little kids, like stomping through puddles and like (laughs) running through mud and everyone was just like giggling and taking photos. And it was like such a moment of, of gratitude. And I like really wanted to hold space in that moment because I realized sometimes adults like need people to like let them play in the rain and let them yes. get muddy and like have an excuse to, um, you know, be a kid again. And every single person that showed up, I mean, I can't say every person, but everyone that contacted me after everyone was like, thank you. That was so awesome. When's the next one. So Sweet. I think now we kind of have a space for it. And, um, you know, there's a couple of people kind of leaning into it and I think trails are coming back and, I'm. I'm really excited. I'm excited to see where it goes and to get more gals out on the trail. It's selfish of me, right? It's really selfish. I just want friends. I feel like, I feel like- <laughs> come <laughs> be my <laughs> friend. <with me>. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so I'm excited. Yeah. I, I really look forward to seeing where it goes.
1: You know the first thing that came to mind when you said the adults in the rain that Drew Barrymore, she did that post like run in yeah. the
0: rain. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. It's yeah.
1: so whatever she says, it's I forget so, what it is. It's so fun. Yeah. <laughs> no, and
0: that's that, 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 it, you know.
1: Yeah. But you know, you found you found something that you love and that I appreciate. And you're share you want to share that because like you didn't know until you knew, you know. Exactly. And, and yeah and uh and i also need to uh, you know to 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 tell you that one of the one of the things when I started doing ultra running, I was that guy too, who like mm-hmm. jumped in all the trail runs and probably bugged the crap out of everybody because I was all the people. <laughs> oh, you've run a hundred, and I, we were just running in the <laughs> woods, and I would ask everything, and you know, like, just like oh my gosh, people
0: bro. are like <laughs> trying to have their their peaceful encounter with nature, and you're like, oh, nice, dude, nice. <laughs> yeah.
1: Why are you running so fast? Stop, slow down. Yeah. I got questions. Yeah. No, I, but I learned, and that's, that was my experience. And so that's awesome that you want to share that. Cause I learned so much from others who had been there. And so, you know, um, and, and, and the cool thing is, is I, you know, I have that heart. I think most people that we run with have the same heart. Like we want to share, you know, I want, if I can help, I want to help people, you know, and encourage oh, them yeah. to do the things too, you know? I would go
0: so far as to say that's so universal in the ultra community. And Mm -hmm. I know that you've talked about this on your podcast before, but it's just not the same as road, you know, when, in what other community does someone pass you and, and they're like, yeah, man, way to go. Like you're looking good. You're crushing it. Like, it's just not like that. in many other communities, you know?
1: Yeah. Or if somebody's on the side of the trail and having issues, or you can tell mm-hmm. somebody's just see them and like, hey, do you need anything? You know, do you and I've been on yeah. both ends of that, you know? <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. I've been dying and somebody's like, You need something? I'm like, Yeah, a casket. I don't know. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh yeah. I've like had to ask people for food before and they they just gladly, <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, I need yeah. some food. <laughs> there you go. Well, so I have, um, have a couple, just a couple questions, kind of ch- ch- turning it back to Lake Murray a little bit. What was your biggest, yeah. uh, I guess your biggest takeaway or biggest thing that you learned about either ultra running or about Julie, um, or both, you know, what, what, what was your biggest takeaway from there? And it could be like, even like function, like what, what are you going to take with you for your next big race?
0: Yeah, that's it. You know, it's funny because I think even 2 weeks out you still slowly find things trickling in after a race that you're affected by and I don't think you really acknowledge or you realize until later and um the funny thing is we know people that do these all the time right we know people that are on like their 40th 100 miler and this is just yeah. my first this is one you know but I found the one thing I never questioned was whether or not I was going to finish or not. Right. I never once in my mind had the thought, like, I can't do this. And um, I, I had lots of thoughts. Do I want to do this? Do I need to do this? Like, why am I doing it? Am I proving it to someone? But never once did I have that thought, like, can I do this? And I think that was such a, a wall that I broke down because when you're training for these things, the question is, am I going to be able to finish? Like, am I going to be able to do this? Yeah. And then you get there and it's, it's just such a different perspective. So um, I think that was a big one for me is, is realizing like, once you get there, there was never a question whether I'd finish or not. What the question was, was um man, is this, is, is this worth it to the, all the people around me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> I yeah. think it just, gosh, it, and I know <laughs> I've said that if I say it once, I say it a hundred times, but I, I just really was humbled by the amount of support. There is nothing more attractive. Let me tell you, ladies, than watching your, my husband is this like big, like he did football. He's this big kind of stoic, like beardy outdoorsy man. Like just, oh, he's very, pretty jacked.
1: He's pretty, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's
0: this manly man. And there is nothing that will make you fall over and over in love with your husband than watching him delicately take care of your feet and like slowly peel your socks off and put ointment on them and redress and like you're in the middle of a race and he's just like gently there is nothing more attractive which is weird i don't know i didn't think i was a feet girl but here i am like watching your grown like manly man husband just like handle your feet like a baby bird it was so i mean you just realize people people that want to show up like they're there for you and i yeah. firmly believe you know they don't do anything they don't want to do and it was just yeah. a very, um, God, just humbling. If I could use a word humbling.
1: Well, experience. and one of the, one of the things I told your mom and, uh, and Dylan, your pacer is that you were going to need, you know, at some point you might need to be reminded that you are strong and that you can do this. Mm-hmm. And, um, <laughs> you know, also I told Dylan, I said, you know, you may need to, uh, wrestle with the darkness for a while. Darkness. He wrestled. Yourself. Oh my
0: gosh. he wrestled. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and, and and I said, I said, you may need to just give her space to deal with it. And, um, you know, he, he texted me after he's like, yeah, I had to give us some space to deal with yeah.
0: it. <laughs> it's so funny you say that there was definitely a moment where he was like, 30 or 40 feet ahead of me. And I, he would, I could tell that he would just like look back and make sure I was still moving. And that's yeah. funny. You say that he def, he was, he knew when to be close and when to push and he knew when to give me some space. So it was, he, I told him, I was like, it's crazy to me. You've never done this before because you are inherently a very fantastic, like he's going to go really far in the sport. I'm really excited cool. to see, um, you know, where he takes it with himself. Cause he's gonna, he has been training. I think he's going to do Leadville next year. And, nice. um, I can't wait to return the favor to all the people that have, have done this for me. So I'm really looking forward to that.
1: Yeah. And for those those listening, uh, Dylan is also in in ministry. Uh, And, uh, and so like, that's what I told him. I said, you're going to have to discern, you know, and then, you know, read her and figure out what she needs at the time. And it sounds like he, he nailed it.
0: That's so funny. I never even thought about the fact you two are actually quite similar like that, Maybe that's why I responded well to him because like he is, <laughs> he's just like my coach. That's so funny. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That's awesome. Well, okay. So the, the next question, uh, I guess probably the, the last question and I'll have to let yeah. you uh, go. Cause you're, you're like going vacationing and stuff. Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> Coast so- 100 Mexico, make it a thing
1: nice, nice. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Well-deserved. And I hope you have a a great time, (laughs) but, but before, you know, you're going to have some time to think out there while you're doing your thing. Uh, what are we doing next, Julie? What's up?
0: Oh man, I am. I'm accepting all recommendations. I, I'm nervous to ever propose anything longer than that because I have no idea how people do anything unsupported like doesn't i'm pretty sure jeremy does unsupported in his like 200s and stuff right yeah i don't know how people do that because so i i I think it's pretty safe to say that i don't know if i'll ever go longer than 100 but i'm really gonna lean into the mid-distance i think that mcmurtry experience really instilled in me like i just love a good 50k to 100k and i i someone mentioned once on a podcast i can't remember it's yours that like you know with at least with 100k you can go drink a beer after you can you can you know enjoy a slice of pizza go do a family that like you can still live your life and i think um i don't know so if you have recommendations what's my next race what are we doing
1: all right well we'll (laughs) i know i know my
0: distance yeah You know, know you we'll we'll
1: we'll we'll look at some things, and um, uh, I'll throw some, I'll shoot you an email with with some options, and then we can we can think about it. You know, and and you know, you got time to think about it, and uh, you know, uh, you're not. You know, we'll build up to something, but we, when it's something that you're gonna you're gonna look forward to, something you're gonna yeah. just be pumped about. You know, maybe, I don't know, maybe maybe you'd be interested in going play in the mountains a little bit or something. I don't know. Yeah,
0: we'll I would totally go up up north and do some some elevation. In the interim, I do know that I was really affected by like how much the volunteers um, did for me, and I'm mm-hmm. I'm gonna heavily lean into that. So um, yeah. while I'm trying to find my place, I'm gonna really. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'll be a outlaw tomorrow and then I'll be volunteering for Prairie. And I've been doing some volunteering with the the cycle community and I just implore anyone listening. Like it took me a long time to realize it. And um, I think that's pretty common in this community, but I think it's so important to, to take your turn on the other side of the trail. I think that's so important because you make, you make the best volunteers and crew because you know where people are, you know what they need, where they're hurting. So um, yeah, if there's anything I can implore, it's like, don't forget to take your, take your turn, you know,
1: yeah. whether Amen. it's
0: just doing uh. <laughs> packet pickup or cleaning the trail.
1: Well, you know, that person that helped you in the, in the terrible space at the aid station when you, when you needed that help, well, take your turn and go be that person for somebody yeah. else, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Well. Thank you so much for, for, <laughs> for agreeing to let me kind of, you know, yeah. talk through these things and, you know, do the coach stuff and, and, and play on the podcast. Uh, I appreciate yeah. that. And, and you've been, you've been doing a great job. And like I said, I really mean it. You've been, you've been, it's been fun coaching you and watching you do all the things. And I'm excited to what, you know, to, to what we're going to do next. I think, uh yeah. I think there's some, some cool races out there that you'll have a lot of fun doing and uh, it, it'll be, it's going to be fun it's gonna be good i
0: i equally am very grateful david it's been it really has been fun and i'm so so thankful for everything that um you've done you also do so much for the community too and um it is fun. i'm really really grateful thank you i'm sorry you had to skim to the bottom of the barrel i don't know what kind of shortage you got
1: you know, <laughs> no no having to talk good. to me
0: no uh, this has been good
1: uh, i'm I re- really really proud of you and um anyway we're we're gonna have i want you to go right now and just go have fun go go enjoy your trip have a good time be safe (laughs) and we'll get back at it when you get back
0: yes sir thank you again i sure appreciate it all
1: right i will see you tomorrow at thunderbird
0: (laughs) yes sir see you early in the morning